the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The estate planning team is an Ohio registered investment advisor. The following is for informational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any securities or financial products. Be sure to consult with a qualified financial advice and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. You have financial goals and dreams. We can help you achieve them. Welcome to Financial Food for Thought, the show that answers all the questions on how to maximize your lifestyle and preserve your wealth. Dedicating this song, Terry, to, you know, Bernie Sanders. Good morning, everyone. You found Financial Food for Thought. Quite a week, I think. So we were wondering, right? And so now it's down to one. Um, you know, with all the other news, when uh, when you said that, you had mentioned um, that he was, I, I thought, I said, I don't know why, I was thinking he was already done. <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot of people think that Joe Biden's already done, too, you know, yeah. you know, quarant- you know quarantine in his recreation room. Um, but, you know, what a week, Carrie, right? I mean, 
there's never been a holy week like this one, Carrie, right? Mm-mm. I mean, maybe only eclipsed by the very first one, you know, two millenniums ago. Um, and, uh, you know, you see what the, the what, what our pontiff was saying, you know, this week, you know. Yeah. And he's kind of. Climate change? He, yeah. He's saying, really? Well, he's kind of saying that the COVID-19 is kind of like Mother Nature's way of getting back at us. Yeah, I, I read it because it's climate change, what we're doing to the earth. And I was like, I, I don't know. I mean, germs mutate. We don't, I mean. Well, in an email published, you know, the pontiff said the outbreak offered an opportunity to slow down the rate of production and consumption and to learn to understand and contemplate the natural world. Um, we did mm-hmm. not respond to the partial catastrophes. Who now speaks of the fires of Australia or remembers that 18 months ago a boat could cross the North Pole because the glaciers had all melted? Who speaks now of all the floods? I don't know if these are the revenge of nature, but they are certainly nature's responses. Yeah, I just don't like that he said that. I think he should be talking about people coming together, positive faith, remember, you know, I don't know, gratitude, other thing, things you should be thankful for, it, I guess I expect from the Pope, not that. Right. So back to Bernie Sanders. So we're no longer feeling the burn. Um, Yay. Now, now <laughs> that's, so I'm, you're spared my, you right. know, remember I told you a number of months ago, I said, if Bernie won the nomination because a lot a few right. months ago a lot of people he was, he was yeah he was leading he had a great lead right until kind of surprised until you know well in super tuesday you know basically and and the sh- and the coronavirus shutdown that you know kind of put a damper on super tuesday or you know all the all the primaries including ohio's by the way um but the idea was I said if he I said if he gets the, I, I would spend a lot more time on this program going over his far left socialist ideas not only Medicare for all but remember the billionaire tax and mm-hmm. so you know and and the wealth and, and the new wealth taxes and and you know some of the his ideas that he was spouting back then right right and and so I guess now the billionaires can take a big breath right of course if they are still billionaires which they may not be, and if they can still breathe. Um, Because one of the things with the COVID-19 is now, you know, there's many, many more Americans who aren't maybe as concerned as who's winning the Democratic nomination for president. They are more concerned dealing with the risk, not only the health risk of the COVID-19, but also now the financial risk. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so, we're, you know, so a lot of focus on that and, you know, that and, and probably rightly so, um, you know, we had a terrible job, you know, jobless claims report. Right. Um, six point six million on top of the 10. So we've got 17 million jobless claims in the last three weeks. No, That's, but no surprise. I guess well, I'm not surprised. It, well, Carrie, it's unprecedented. I, I I agree, but so is shutting down the country right. unprecedented. Right. And mandating Ohio, businesses right. shut down. In Ohio, that doesn't look too good. We had 226,000 jobless claims last week on top of the previous ones. That's so they're, you know, Ohio's three week totals running about just short of 700, I think 695,000 jobless claims. Um, it's going to hurt. 
Oh, absolutely. And, and, you know, and so we can talk about, you know, do you believe this is going to be a V-shaped, you know, uh, recovery? You know, the V-shape, meaning it was it came down awfully fast, you know, the fastest mm-hmm. bear market in history, right? Um, but, you know, there's a lot of people saying this week, hey, Mark, uh, you know, the market's back. It's back 20%. So so do, are we, is the bear market over? I don't think it's. I don't think we're going to know until we get yeah. through this I don't virus. Know if, I don't know if the bear market's yeah, I over. I don't say that. Um, and I don't know if we're going to snap back as 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 and quick as. And things change it. by the minute. It sure right. seems like. Um, so is it a U say a U shaped recovery? I'm thinking a narrow U would be okay. nice. So that would be more in line with a recession, right? You know, maybe maybe think back to 2000. Eight. Well, 2008 was more of the correction. Remember the Christmas Eve sell-off? Um, not 2008, Carolyn. I'm getting confused. The, let me go back to the V-shape. That was more. That's kind of comparable to what happened at the end of um, 2018. Remember, right. we had the Christmas Eve sell-off. Remember, the market tanked in that fourth quarter of 2018, right? Um, but it, it snapped right back, mm-hmm. okay, in early 2019, and we had a double-digit return in 2019. That was kind of like a V-shaped correction, right? You know, very down, down fast. Yeah, we're not fast. there. Um, the U-shape is more what happened in 2008, right, the recession, where, you know, even though the recession was over, it really wasn't. You know, it, it, interest rates remained low. Remember, it was the jobless recovery, right? It would took 10 years for, you know, the Federal Reserve to get the interest rates back up to a uh, norm. And now we're right and back it, where it, we were. It, it took them 10 minutes to take it right back down to zero. And you know Unemployment's not going to get better until things open. If uh, not, I would expect right. it to get worse as other states shut down, right. possibly. Now, some are expecting an L-shaped recovery. That would be more of the D word, right? Um, you know, which there is no definition of what a depression is other than everyone's in agreement. A depression is a very long recession. OK, fine. Um, so the idea is but uh, and some people say, well, that may not be for all of us, but that could be for some of us. Uh, let's see. How about the cruise industry? I don't know when the cruise industry is ever going to come back, if ever. Hmm. Um, you know, I the, think it will. Uh, I, I think, you know, you know, I think they better. I think if, if 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 they own those cruise ships, I think they just better turn them into oil tank storages. No, Mark, um, I think it'll come back because people right. have short memories. Okay, you know, a lot of people say, "Well, it, the bear market's over. We've had a twenty percent increase. Everything's fine. We're gonna, you know, and we're gonna get more stimulus, more and more stimulus." By the way, Carrie, have you gotten that stimulus check yet? No, I heard hmm. we're supposed to get it by early next week, the Good. weekend. Okay, mm-hmm. that was the latest. Carrie, let that me know. That was a, a belated get... Easter present, maybe from. Okay. The All government right. mm. now, okay, and then you know, and, and so it so was what we saw just a what we call a bear market rally, meaning more of a W shape recovery where we see these climb, we see a big uptick, but then we're fooled, and 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 it's not better, and just to be disappointed when we see it go right back down. You know, that volatility, that W up and down. You know, volatility. Um, some people think it's the Nike Swish recovery. Okay, and why do you ask, Carrie? Because I don't know, because no one has any idea. So maybe it's just, let's just draw a Nike swish, and that's what it's going to look like. Oh, okay. All right, get us started. All right. Well, good morning, everyone. You're listening to Financial Food for Thought. We are here every Saturday morning on 1420 a.m. between 9 and 10. We are a financial um, educational radio talk program here to give you helpful information um, about your financial life and talking to you about concepts, strategies, financial news, and how that may affect you and what you can do about it, um, whether you're working 
and thinking about when you can afford to retire or maybe really thinking about does the, do the changes today affect the longevity of my plan or my financial stability and I'm thinking I'm going to have to work longer or if you are already in retirement and worried about spending issues um, and future tax increases and um, we are sponsored by the estate planning team and the estate planning team is a fee-based Ohio registered fiduciary planner We've been helping people in the greater Cleveland area more than 35 years. So we've seen good and bad times. And what we do is traditional financial planning number crunching. I know you've heard on the news about modeling. Um, that's what we do is model out different projections when Mark talks about, you know, plan R, if you've listened to the show or plan D, um, what we do is build financial plans. And then the beauty of it, when we take into account your income, your expenses, inflation, taxes, spending with different inflation rates and gro- and conservative, realistic growth rates, and we can model in what it is based on what your current thinking is. We can model in a worst case scenario. We can model in an even worst case scenario. So you understand some people that we model this in, even in their really bad scenario, probably won't materially be affected and other people will. But what the planning does is allow you to know what steps can I do? What can I do about it to be proactive? Because there's things you can control and certainly things you can't. But take control of what you can, especially with your financial life. Health is important, but taking care of your financial picture is important as well. And again, we're those traditional financial planner numbers crunchers. We're accredited members of the a Better Business Bureau and A-rated and also A-rated and Super Service Award winners of Angie's List. If you want to do due diligence, we offer a free consultation for people who want to come in and look at these issues. We're not investment advisors, but we help people use opportunities in the complicated tax code. And I know Mark's going to talk about today. There are lots of opportunities, even with the market declines and a lot of uncertainty and financial challenges people are facing. There are plenty of opportunities and we're starting to talk to our clients or people who who are coming, calling about free consultations, especially with the suspension of the minimum required distribution and other rules, which Mark is going to talk about. Um, so if you want to take advantage of a free consultation, we're doing consultations currently by phone. You can give us a call at 440-239-2090. That's 440-239-2090. Or visit the website at financialfoodforthought.com. That's financialfoodforthought.com. And you're listening to Carrie Waddell, and I have with me Mark Donnelly. We are the co-owners of the estate planning team. All right. So, yeah, and Carrie, you know, I, you know, I'm not an accountant from China, but it, you know, the the idea is you got to stay active in your financial planning because if you're getting paralyzed with fear, um, because you know every, nobody knows how quickly we're going to recover. Nobody knows if they're going to stay healthy or not. But I, I can tell you this, after you know helping Cleveland families build financial plans for over 35 years, if there's one thing we've learned at the estate planning team is that if you are ill, if you become ill, you will you have a less <laughs> chance of getting working on your financial plan. Mm-hmm. So it, you know, so it's different if you're frozen in fear, not because you are ill, not because you know whether this is going to be a V-shaped or an L-shaped or a U-shaped, but if you're still got you're still healthy, you're still working, um, you know, you, you know your family is still safe, if you don't start getting prepared while times are still good or if before times get worse, when will you? 
And honestly, as much as it's about saving money and solving problems, it's about peace of mind knowing what can I do instead of just saying I don't know what to do. Planning brings it down what you should be doing, what steps. It puts it into actionable steps. It leaves you in a decision-making mode um, other than just making a knee-jerk reaction or saying I'm not going to do anything because I don't know what's going to happen. And how many of those knee-jerk reactions end up costing people a lot? Okay, so I'm going to go through a... Uh, case, uh, a, a little case review of a client we were working with over the last, um, well, we've been working with her for years, but, you know, some of the things that we've done since the COVID-19 um, crisis. And to give you a little bit of an idea of what we mean by, you know, active planning. Um, but before I do that, I'm just curious, I just want to go through, we're getting a lot of calls um, about just people trying to understand what this CARES Act 1 had in it. You know, there's so much talk about Act 2. Well, no one even understands what's in Act 1 yet, right? I was going to say, I think, yeah, I'm still, I did, if you sign up for the newsletter, you got a summary on Act 1 or the first part. So if you go to the website, it's free as alerts. I've been sending probably three or four as we get information, just night short summary so you don't have to read through it. Right. And Act 1 is really was Phase 3. Remember, there were two um, uh, previous bills passed. But uh, the CARES Act, the CARES Act 1, that was a big one. You know, that was a $2.2 trillion. And that's one that we're all waiting for stimulus checks. And we're all waiting for the, you know, the the small business grants, right? The uh, Paycheck Protection Plan, right, Carrie? How are we doing on that? Have we gotten, a, have we gotten approval yet on our application? Mm, no, no, I haven't. You know, and guess a, what? When you log in to try to find out information, you can't get information. Right. And, you know, and, you know, and what is going on with that? I mean, you know, the the the, the, the beauty of the PPP plan was that it was so simple. OK, oh, it um, really was as far as to fill out. I found it easy. I When I called and talked to someone to ask some questions when I after two hours of being on hold. Thankfully, I was working on other right. stuff. She said part of it is there's glitches in the online system because they had very little time to get it up and running and implemented. Right. And so what was said versus or what they were supposed to do versus reality and right. trying to get things up as quickly as possible. Carrie, can we just say it's a bureaucratic mess? Yeah. Okay, thank you. All right. Um, because that's what it is. You have the Small Business Administration fighting with the Treasury, fighting with the big banks. Um, nobody knows what page the other person's on, <laughs> other than it was supposed to be a very simple way that this money was just going to drop into the small business owner's hands so he can keep the lights on. And, you know, it, it, we're, we're mid-April, and, and not, no one's even got a, an approval on their loan, more or less seen a dollar of it. Um, it's not that the you know CARES Act one was too little. The question is, was it too late? Um, now you know why? Why did I you know why do so many people like the simplicity of the PPP plan? Well, because it was easy to understand. It was easy to apply for. Carrie, was the application did it take long? I mean, no. basically, you take your average monthly payroll times two and a half. Right. Boom. That's how much money you get. Other than knowing your company name, your EIN. Yeah. And, and where do you get the payroll information? Because you're filing the 941s. Right. Or your account you is. Ha- right. And you have to have those But upload. they're done. That's my right. point. You just have to scan them and upload. I, th- I thought, other than the glitches I had with their system, which they've had issues, right. it was simple. So if you haven't done it yet, go do it. 
And if now, it's, just because it's simple, though, doesn't mean I, I don't know. Well, I don't and, know and how that, fast it is. That's my point. You know, there are so. I don't. Long, I have. I don't know that I have faith that it is. It's going to work out. Well, you have as long as you have under five hundred employees. Right. You know, I, you're uh, so, Mark. Right. But uh, you know. You know, and you know, and everyone I talk to, all our clients who fit the bill, uh, my other business associates, but we've all filed. Everyone's filed. You know, everyone's a socialist in the pandemic. You know, we all filed, and I've not had one response back saying that the loan was approved. More or less, they've received any well, checks. Especially if you five, you are keeping people on, and you're staying in bed and doing what you can. But if, it, but if it does work, then the government needs to, you know, press the PPP pedal, and you know, because remember, they're saying now the government's saying we're going to run out of money a lot quicker than what we thought, right? Because it's so popular, because people understand it, because it's not a difficult application, because it's fair for all. See that's the interesting thing. Taking your average, uh, you know, monthly payroll times two and a half, it's the same um, re- relief for no matter what size your company is. Right. If you have a if you have a hundred thousand dollar payroll, okay. If you've got a million dollar payroll, if you have a There's ten thousand dollar right. payroll, the idea is that you're getting enough money to keep your business going for another two two and a half right. weeks. You know, so it, it's it's proportional. Everyone's getting the same amount that they need to keep their life. See, but then it's the idea versus implementing, I think, is a little bit more difficult. And a lot of banks, I know they said anybody, but unless you have a business with that bank... They're just because I did some research before. They're not interested in having you even do an application. Right. All right. So what are some other things in this? uh, Okay. So, Karen, I'm just going to read through these. I'm not going to comment. I'm just going to run through them. If if any of these say, "Mm, I'd like to learn more about that, give us a call. All right, um, Carrie, you'll give the numbers on a minute. Okay. Um, all right, most people need, you know, to get your stimulus check. Okay, most people need to have filed a 2018 or 2019 tax return to get payment because the rebates will generally be based on information on those returns. IRS will first look at the 2019 returns if they've been filed. Okay, um, they're looking at your adjusted gross income, right, and the number of children you have. Okay, and and if now if your return for 2019 isn't filed by the time they look, okay, they're going to use your data from the 2018 tax return. All right. Um, so by the way, um, you know we've had you know situations by being active planners, we have identified some of the clients, Carrie, who we know that based on the 2019, you know, the pro formas, they haven't filed yet. We're telling them don't file because if they file that 2019 return, their AGI is going to be over the cap. They're not going to get any stimulus checks. But if the government uses their 2018 return, they will. So in that case, that particular client doesn't want to file the 2019. They're going to take advantage of the extended due date to July 15th. And if they want to extend to October 15th, they still can. Okay. Um, Now, you're saying now now it's confusing because, you know, technically this rebate, right, this um, $1,200 rebate, married filing jointly gets two of those, this rebate, okay, is an advance payment of a special 2020 tax credit. So on your 2020 return, you know, that's not the one that's not going to be filed until right. 2021, right? But on your 2020 return, you'll reconcile your rebate. For most, the rebate will equal the tax credit allowed. Taxpayers whose credits exceed their rebates can claim the balance on their 2020 tax returns. Okay. Sounds Al- complicated. Although, <laughs> what about my case that I just explained? You right. can say, well, Mark, if, if, if the government gets your 20, if you, if you get the full stimulus check based on your 2018 return, then the government gets hold of your 2019 return, which says you shouldn't have gotten it. Are they going to claw it back? 
I don't think so. I would think that okay. would be and bad. And nobody knows yet. But right. all, you know, but the experts don't think that they don't expect that the IRS is going to demand repayment. I would think that'd be a mess to try to. Okay. Um, how about charitable donations? Okay, more cash donations to charity can be deducted for 2020 under the new law. The 60% of AGI limit on cash donations by individuals is suspended. Uh, gifts of to donor-advised funds and private non-operating foundations are excluded. Okay. The taxable income limit on charitable gifts of cash by C-Corps rises to 25%. This is... Uh, th- th- and, um, okay. Uh, let's see. Okay. Plus... Here we go, Gary. Non-itemizers. You know, a lot of people, we can no longer itemize Schedule A under Trump's tax cuts and release, you know, when they when they made the standard deduction so high. So we're not getting the charitable deduction on Schedule A because we're not getting over the standard deduction. Okay, there's some relief for all you in that boat. Okay, non-itemizers can write up off up to $300 of charitable cash contributions. This is a new above-the-line deductions for individuals who don't file a Schedule A. Okay, um, going on. The package includes three key retirement-related easings for 2020. Individuals can skip taking their required minimum distributions from IRAs and workplace plans, such as 401ks and 403bs, for this year without penalty. Okay, that is also, by the way, includes inherited IRAs. Okay, so that has been clarified. Okay, um, now what else is going on? The 10% penalty on pre-age 59 and a half payouts from retirement counts is waived on up to $100,000 of coronavirus-related payouts. Also, funds repaid within three years are treated as tax-free rollover distributions. Otherwise, the tax is spread over three years. So that's going to keep your CPAs busy if you want to go down that pathway. Okay. Uh, Eligible individuals can borrow more from workplace plans such as 401ks up to the lesser of $100,000 or 100% of the account balance until September 23rd. Um, And repayments on retirement plan loans due in 2020 are delayed for one year. Okay. Um, What else is in this uh, CARES Act? Okay. Payroll tax relief for employers and self-employed individuals is included. Employers can defer payment of their 6.2 share of Social Security tax on wages paid from March 27th through December 31st. That March 27th is the date the CARES Act was passed. Okay. Half of the deferred amount is due on December 31st of 2021, and the other half is due on December 31st of 2022. Employers still have to, to timely deposit the employee share. Uh, self-employeds can defer 50% of the taxes themselves. Okay. Um, now, um, here, uh, let's see. Um, three tax reform changes affecting businesses are temporarily eased. Okay, net operating, if you really want to get down into the weeds, Carrie, this is you know what the CPAs are going to be busy. Non-operating losses in 2018, 2019, and 2020 can be carried back five years, and the 80% taxable income limit for utilizing net operating losses is halted for 2018 through 2020. Now, I know that's not going to mean to a lot of listeners. Say, that, that's but a, if I'm going to defer to my CPA. But if you're a small business owner, you may know that this is very important to you. Or you may need to be talking to your CPA. Be active. Okay. And don't um, just wait. I mean, get on the phone. Be. You're right. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, eligible employers get guidance on claiming new refundable payroll tax credits for providing mandated paid sick and family leave to employees affected by the COVID-19 and for retaining workers and paying wages when businesses are shuttered. Okay. Okay. Um, 
Okay, uh, as we mentioned before, taxpayers have until July 15th to file returns and pay 2019 income taxes. Okay, that's the states are now following that. Ohio's following that. So are the locals. Okay, everyone's following that. Uh, the federal's lead on that. Okay, the first quarter estimate, normally due April 15th, is also deferred until July 15th. Now, Carrie, what about the second quarter estimate due June 15th? There's no way. No one, there's no, no clarification. Um, maybe we don't they forgot know. that detail because there's a lot of details in there. Um, well, you know, it's still you're, June 15th. You're going to have to pay your June 15th second quarter before your tax returns filed. I, yeah. I think they're just going to adjust it. You think. You would hope. Um, but it's not clear yet. Remember, it's different this time. Um, it's very different now this that's time. Now, still. Now, let's say, you know, and again, I'm not here to defend the logic, fairness, or simplicity of our complicated tax code. Just trying to understand the rules like everybody else. And in that complication are opportunities and things you should be doing. Okay. Now, um, all right, the longer deadline also applies to gift tax returns. You know, that's the Form 709. Um, so if you're in that camp where you were thinking that you had to file a gift tax return, you can also, you know, normally that would be due April 15th, just like your 1040. That is also now extended to July 15th. Um, estate tax returns? No, they don't get, because remember the estate tax returns deadline isn't April 15th, Carrie. It's, you know, nine months after the date of death. So there's no, there's no relief there. Um, okay. Um, let's see if you, do you need to file an extension form? Hmm. That's an interesting question. Um, so let's say Carrie that, um, you're not ready to file by July 15th. Okay. Because I'm raising my hand there, Carrie, because when was right. the last time I filed before October 15th? Mm, I don't know, Mark, How long since have you I've known, known you? Yeah, okay. Um, that's the answer. Um, now, the so yeah, so the question is, do we do we have to file that, 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 that form that we get the federal extension? Do we still have to have that filed by April 15th or... And and it's it's unclear, Carrie. Um, so this is off the IRS website. And what's your interpretation of this, Carrie? Um, individual taxpayers who need additional time to file beyond the July fifteenth deadline can request a filing extension by filing form forty eight sixty eight um, through their tax professional tax software or using the free link on irs.gov. So let me read that to you again. So in you, after hearing this, do you think that this has to be filed by the normal April 15th extension due date or the new extended? The new extended. Individual taxpayers who need additional time to file beyond the July 15th deadline can request filing an extension form. No. So they're saying unless you're... If you're going to file after July 15th, file an extension. Carrie, I'm going to hold you responsible for this. I I personally would interpret that as, because July, isn't July 15th the new April 15th? Yes, um, (laughs) for this year. Okay. Um, All right. Okay, now here's another thing. Um, Individuals now have more time to make IRA contributions for 2019. So your IRA pay-in is due now by that extended July 15th. 
So normally, you know, you have until April 15th to file, you know, your previous year's IRA or Roth IRA. Okay, so now that's also extended to July 15th. Okay, Um, be sure to tell your IRA custodian. I can't explain, you know, coordination of advisors. Make sure you tell your IRA custodian that they, you know, even if you're doing this on, you know, July 1st, right before the, you know, 4th of July holiday, if we're going to have a 4th of July holiday, I don't know if that's canceled Yes, we are, Mark. We're not going Um, there yet. Yeah, I'm not. I'm I'm just hoping for Memorial Day. I'm not even going all the way to July 4th. Um, That's starting to start. You're so positive, Carrie. That's why I like you. You have to be. All right. Now, um, (laughs) all right. um, I'm just one of those realists. I don't know. No, don't say it. That's what my husband said. No, uh, I think sometimes, yeah, things can change quickly. As bad okay. as they change good or as be- things as, as quickly as things got bad, I think it, things can get better. Okay. Now, um, this also extends your health savings account contribution because that's the other one that you could you had until April 15th to file your previous year's health savings account. Mm-hmm. In other words, if you were doing, if you're funding your health savings account, let's say through payroll deduction, but by December 31st payroll, you didn't get all of your cap in, your maximum, right. and you still want to do it, you would have until April 15th, you could just send a check into the HSA custodian. Well, that's now also extended this year to July 15th. Okay. Um, Let's see. Um, now, if now if, if and I'm sure there's more carry that I'm missing, um, but you know, the idea you get my point. There's a lot, and it's just phase one, right? And so, and if you think you're going to call the IRS to get help, <laughs> by the way, has, has anyone heard a, a word anyone... from Chuck Reddick? No. If, if you don't know who Chuck Reddick is, he's the IRS commissioner. Yeah, no. Have you maybe heard? he's busy trying to? You th- I don't. Maybe I would I, think he's a little too busy to do. Maybe he's talk. signing all those PPP checks. Maybe supposedly maybe they're out. trying to figure it out. Um, okay, um, so you know they're saying that the service is a little bit short staffed right now. Hmm. Um, IRS. And, yeah, I believe that. And with people remoting in and not working together along with the virus, yeah. I think. Normally, I, IRS is awful to get through. IRS had to close many of its offices and even some key service centers and cut much of its staff at mission-critical sites to comply with social distancing. Additionally, all taxpayer assistance centers are shuttered during this time. Um, Telework-eligible employees are working from home, but not all workers can do that. Hmm. Expect very long wait times on IRS toll-free customer service numbers. Hmm. Um, also, the mail is piling up. Taxpayers and tax pros will have to wait longer for response to written correspondence they sent to the IRS. Okay, so don't be surprised if, you you know, you sent something off to the IRS and they haven't replied yet. Uh, uh, Now, here's maybe some good news for some people out there, Carrie. IRS is temporarily halting most of its enforcement and collection actions. No surprise. Um, The easing runs from April 1st through July 15th. Hmm, I don't think they're thinking everything's going to be open by July 4th, Carrie. Um, all right. well, I think maybe they'll just have a huge backlog. Um, so what else is coming? Um, here's a little, here's an interesting note. Um, you know, what else are they thinking about, you know, that they want to do, um, in the further stim- stimulus packages? One is, you know, President Trump wants to, the, to reinstate the business entertainment cost and deduction. Okay. okay. I mean, that was kind of eliminated. Um, and, you know, I can't imagine why Trump would like that reinstored, you know. Um, but anyways, um, but a lot of people are saying that would help kickstart the economy. I mean, think of Las Vegas right now, Carrie. Las Vegas, oh. I, it's dark. 
Yeah. I mean, what is Las Vegas without anything open? No, I can't imagine. Now, I am going to be negative. My parents are supposed to take my son for his 21st birthday next month to Vegas. I don't think that's happening. Not a whole lot to do out there, Carrie, <laughs> right. right now. I have a feeling they haven't depo- they haven't I rescheduled, mean, but I'm thinking that's what's going to happen because I think they can I, camp out in the desert with a campfire. I can't imagine Vegas being shut down. Well, you know, and and so as as far as Vegas goes, so goes Nevada. Oh, okay. yeah. So $30 million a week is what the state of Nevada was counting on from Vegas running 24/7. I mean, you think about the restaurants. I mean, the gambling is one thing, but the restaurants, the enter- right, the right. entertainment, the and, shows. And, and Nevada doesn't have an income tax. So yeah. you take $30 million out of the tax revenue coffers and no income tax. What is Nevada going to do? Mm, they're in big trouble. All right. Well, regardless of that, and if you think that down the road um, we're not going to have to pay for all this, you know, we thought, ta- you know, if you're in the camp that we always said that people used to say, well, at classes when we've done them, um, our tax rates going to go up in the future. And there were times where it were half and half. And over the last few years, people said, no, they're going to have to go up in the future. And I think they're even going to go up even more based on all that spending. And there are certainly opportunities right now, especially with the suspension of minimum required distributions and Roth conversions and other things. And be proactive, whether you're working and want to know how this can impact you and how that impacts your plans. Or if you're in retirement and you're worried about um, how, if you're going to be okay, you can call and schedule a consultation. We're doing consultations by phone. Um, the beauty is even people I've talked to, I can send reports, email electronically. I can mail them. We can have another conversation because we do do some preliminary analysis to talk about and actually run a perform- like a preliminary scenario based on your information. But do something, take action, take advantage of a free, no obligation, no pressure consultation um, from fee-based planning experts, and we are fiduciary planners registered with the state of Ohio. Call the estate planning team at 440-239-2090. That's 440-239-2090. Or visit financialfoodforthought.com. And one of the things we're doing, we have a special going on right now to, to get you to be active, not only for yourself, but if you are worried now with an elder parent, or perhaps an adult child who may be boomeranging back to your house, um, or at least financially boomeranging back to you because they could be losing a job, they could be um, their spouse could be losing a job, you know, any of those things. Um, and, and by the way, if anyone in that group gets ill with the COVID nineteen, that's a whole nother ballgame. All right. Um, now, um, so we're calling it the All in the Family Plan special. And what we're saying is, so for the cost of normally, you know, creating one financial plan for you, we will do up to three financial plans. You know, there would be, you know, you know, there yours, maybe an elder parent, or maybe an adult child. Maybe it's even a grandchild. If you've got, if you're a young grandparent, and you know, you've got, uh, you're worried about a grandchild who who is maybe trying to leave the nest or trying to, you know, cope with this, uh, you know, economic downturn. You know, so we'll, you know, so for the price of one, we'll do up to three, and that's our, you know, saying, you know, we think at times of crisis, mm-hmm. the family structure is what's important. And it's the same thing. If if anyone is worried about, you know, you know, hopefully we can get, you know, fi- from a financial standpoint, we can get you 
in a better place other than you're just sitting at home paralyzed in fear, wondering if the sky is going to fall. And for people who just want to make sure they're okay because they don't know if they can even afford to help their family, um, we do have some incentives if you go on the website. We do offer hourly and retainer fees, and I've listed some discounts there for people who do use our service and get some help. And we have options where you can get a little bit of help or a lot of help. So looking for opportunities in the dark times. Well, one... Um, you know, is the idea that in in a year now where we don't have required minimum distributions, where we did have a major decline in the market values of our stock positions in the first quarter, um, this may not be a bad time to look at Roth conversions. Now, we've spent the last two shows. Are like, was it to carry the last two podcast? Uh... Last two, we were talking last week. I think we were talking about Plan D. The okay. one before some Plan was the one R. before that we were talking about the Roth conversion. Right. Okay. I if, think so. All right. So if, if you go back, you can catch our podcast and go back. You know, for the last couple of shows, and we talked the idea of why this may be an opportune time to do a Roth conversion. Um, but again, that's that's a that's a plan that you have to coordinate all the advisors, right? Because one of the things that we lost in the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act uh, a few years ago was the idea that we can no longer recharacterize Roth conversions. So you, if you do it, you can't redo it, um, and and so that is something that you still got to be careful about. So come see us um, or go back and listen to our podcast, but. Um, I wanted to talk about a case study today. This this was, you know, it gives an idea of, you know, why we say, you know, why is being active? You know, what is the objective of being active? Well, planning. Well, you know, it, it's maybe four or five major points. You know, one, you know, you're trying to, you know, uh, find planning opportunities. You're trying to identify which of those opportunities are uh, could be appropriate for you. By the way, don't ask your neighbor what they're doing because they may have a totally different circumstance, right? Okay. A second one is the idea of brainstorming with your other, uh, you know, professional advisors. You know, that team of advisors to start a discussion and 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 formalize that. You know, it, it, you know, we're doing a lot of three-way phone calls right now with our clients, other professionals, um, you know, and, and brainstorm and, and talk about, you know, what, what are you hearing? What do you think we should do? You know what, you know, that it can't, you know, that's part of the process, being active. Okay, the third step is to identify problems, you know, or hurdles or, you know, the pros and cons of possible solutions, Okay, Um, you know, there's not one tool in the toolbox. There's many. And, you know, the not that any tool is good or bad. It's how Mm -hmm. you use them. Perhaps is good or bad. And what you use this year might not be what you want to do next year. And you may not want one tool that does everything. Right. Um, So, you know, that's, you know, and we I could talk for three hours on that subject. But the idea is, you know, you're having this roundtable discussion. We're doing it by phone, obviously, these days. Um, the idea of, you know, what are the pros and cons? What are my problems? What are the hurdles? What are, you know, what are the issues and what are the solutions? Okay. Um, now, then you go on to the next step where you're saying, okay, now the possible solutions are weighed, right? And, and then final decisions are made. And then you begin the action steps. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so now, again, you're ready to implement. Now, some of the, you know, and, and that's the key. And then the fifth one, I guess I'll throw in there too, is follow up. Carrie, how often do we say you've got to follow up? 
I mean, that I, I think I would probably have an extra 20 hours in my day, work week at least, just from following up. Like, uh, like I believe if you send something, you need to follow up that the, somebody got it. Did it get done? Did you get a confirmation? I mean, you have to follow through, especially now, because I can tell you some of the clients that I've been on phone calls with customer service. I don't know if people, because they're working from home or tell it's been difficult right. to okay. say the least. So, so we're working with a client, and she's a retired senior, okay, um, single taxpayer, all right, um, and she's sheltering at home. And Carrie, she's not coming out. No, which is fine, right? It's probably because you're older, and you probably because should. she's got, you know, you know, she's got her cash reserve all set up, and she, you know, and, and you know, she's not going to risk. Picking up a virus, you know, mm-hmm. she's following DeWine's orders. She's only going out for mandatory things. Right. All right. Um, so she's not very active or thinking about financial planning because, in her mind, who cares? I've got or I'll bigger deal things with it to worry. Right. Okay. Um, so, you know, so, it, so you know, it, and so the idea is, you know, what what's happening is, you know, you've got to, um, in other words, one of the things that was happening is when we found out. That, you know, when the CARES Act was passed, we were saying, okay, this, we've got these stimulus checks. So, so one of the things is, you know, her CPA, who we have kind of, was working on the tax return. And we said, hey, can we speed up the tax return? Because what we want to know is, is she, what is her 2019 tax return? Because her 2018 was a very high year for taxes because she had a, a stock position that was, um, you know, sold, you know, it was a, it was a distribution, I mean, a, a, a diversification where she had no control over it right she had to realize the capital gains and it and it so her 2018 tax return was way high you know shot her above the medicare threshold and all that though sometimes things happen right but so we knew 2019 she should be in a lower tax bracket and so we were fine you know and so part of the early planning was that we weren't we weren't having her pay in a previous year safe harbor we're having her pay in a current year safe harbor and you know, when you're on a current year safe harbor you have to leave a little cushion so we thought maybe that she would be getting a refund and so, um, so when we when we caused it, and the CPA said, "Yeah, I'm sending something out." Um, they electronically send to us, but this particular client isn't big on electronic things. You know, she likes the snail mail, and mm-hmm. that's her prerogative, right? Um, you know, so she hadn't gotten her hard copy in the mail yet of the draft. We had gotten uh, the, the the electronically. We got a lot faster, and sure enough, we realized that you know, based on the 2019 pro forma, she would get her full stimulus check. Okay, but if that return isn't filed by the time IRS makes the first round and they look at her 2018, she ain't going to get any stimulus check. All right, um, so we got back on the phone with the CPA and we said, okay, how quickly can we get this thing filed? Is it too late if we file it now to still get the stimulus checks? He said, no. So we can you know file electronically and and also. What we'll do is um, the refund, you know, the CPA said, but the problem is the client was not set up for automatic deposit yet from the IRS. Okay. So she said, you're going to be waiting around possibly for months to get a um, check, a, a stimulus check in the mail or, you know, your refund check in the mail. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to, you know, you're going to have you sign the paperwork that sets up the automatic deposit. So you get your refund quicker and you get your stimulus check automatically deposited. It's going to come a lot quicker. So that was something active, active planning. Um, now, we also said, but we don't want her getting the refund because 
you know, this special year, she's going to be looking at money to go for taxes because normally she w- we would be doing withholding elections on her required minimum distributions right. to cover her pre- her safe harbor taxes. We're not and she's not, not she's not planning on doing required minimum distributions now. She doesn't need it for cash flow. So we need to rethink. And, and she wants to stay under that Medicare threshold. And so we you know now if we're not going to have that withholding, and she doesn't want to make those silly quarterly estimates. She hates right. that. So we're saying so instead of getting the refund, why don't we just credit carry forward and that gives her some of the you know taxes paid in for the new year. Stay active. Talk about issues, solutions. The CPA said, well, we can do that, but now we're back to the same problem that if we don't set up electronically with the refund, it's going to delay her stimulus check. So what So what, they, what was the solution? We said the CPA, good idea. So I know what we'll do. We'll send a de minimis amount as a refund because remember, when you have an overpayment, you can decide how much of that you credit carry for, right. how much of that you want refund or split it up any way right. you want. So we're going to do a de minimis amount on you know the refund just so it automatically gets set and up. You can set up that bank routing and then number. The bank and- setting up so when the stimulus checks, it'll be automatic deposit. And now, well, but the bulk of it's going to go to the credit carry for it to cover her estimated taxes. Okay, um, that's active planning. Now, here's the problem: the CPA is so, so the client said, "Well, okay, I will send back the tax package, you know, signing everything, and send you the check for your payment, Miss uh, uh, CPA, and I'll send that in the mail." No. And we had to tell her we don't have time for the mail. We don't have days. We may have hours. The CPA said, you know, now the CPA lives across town from her. Is, is our client going to drive across town? No. 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 So we offered curbside through. She lives a lot closer to us. We send a car over um, right. to, to her. She never leaves the house. We get the, the money. We, we electronically get it to the CPA. Right. CPA electronically gets it to the IRS. We've solved the solution. She never had to leave her house. Mm-hmm. We've done a lot of that in different ways. And that's just one example of the things that we're still doing to be active and helping people through these difficult and challenging times. You can take advantage of a free, no obligation consultation. You don't even have to leave your house to do that right now. Um, and we offer those consultations by phone. We've been around more than 35 years. Call the estate planning team at 440 239 2090. Leave a message. We'll call you back on Monday morning. That's 440-239-2090. Or visit financialfoodforthought.com. That's financialfoodforthought.com. And this is going to be a different Easter weekend, I think. I know like my parents, my mom's making the ham, I'm making sides, but we're exchanging it like I'll drop it off in the garage. She's going to leave it because I've been doing grocery shopping for them. This is very strange. Your health is everything, Carol. Right. I mean, just be thankful if you're healthy. Mm Mm-hmm. Have you seen some of the, the testimonials of some of the survivors of COVID-19? Yeah. Now, I personally <sighs> spent more time looking at the people that had the milder cases talking about it just because I like to stay positive under the... Eh. Here's Joshua McConaughey, age 35, out of a, a young father out of Alabama. I felt like I had pneumonia, bronchitis, and the flu at the same time, just like that. I was diagnosed in March. I lost 30 pounds, couldn't breathe, was in pain, and felt like I was going to die. I started having hallucinations of my deceased father. He is now urging people to stay home. It wasn't nobody but God, not mama, not the doctors. It was God that got me through this. Hmm. How about Tiffany Pickney? 
She's a 39-year-old single mom out of New York City, has a 9-year-old and a 16-year-old. She got sick the first week of March. First came the fever and chills. She couldn't catch her breath, and deep breathing caused her chest pains. I remember, Tiffany says, being on my bathroom floor crying and praying. How about Michael Bain? Chicago, 42-year-old young dad. He gave a timeline of his COVID-19 progression. Day one, ah, I was home eating some spicy Chinese food. Please forgive the pun, the irony there. My nose started running, but very mildly, no big deal. Day two, ah, no slightly runny in the morning, but it's going to clear up. Day three, um, slight sore throat, cough a little. You know, I can still pass a 10-second hold-your-breath test, though. Day four, cough much, uh, cough uh, more present, okay? Sore throat worse. You know, I can't stop, can't get comfortable. I've got back pain, feel sick, take my temperature, 100.5, fever, pain, coughing. Uh, okay, how about day five? My fever worsens. I'm freezing cold. The constant pain is, is wearing on me. I begin hallucinations. I'm, I'm a half-conscious rage. I feel very weak. Okay, um, all right, we go on to day seven. Um, I wake up freezing cold and in horrible pain. My left side, he gets, he gets uh, the his muscles are just now all cramping. Right. Um Okay, he's taking the test, he t- but th- 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 there's no test results. Right, because originally it took like four to five days, I thought, when they started doing Day eight, dealing with the fever. But, um, now his fever's up to 104. Which you uh, feel terrible when you get high fevers. It's um, painful. You know, his wife's, you know, giving him baths. You know, um, you know he, he can't, he's got to stay away from his children. He can't breathe. Um, his arms and necks are tingling all the time due to decrease in oxygen. Um, he hasn't eaten food for three days because the food is making him nauseated. Um, he still hasn't got his test results. His wife has finally yells at him because they've been totally, you know, separated right. now um, and said, go to the hospital. So he was one of the lucky ones that right. did get to the hospital. Right. Now, the singer of that song, John Prine, mm-hmm. okay, he wasn't as lucky. Here. Right. Um, he died this week mm-hmm. of COVID-19 complications. So take, you know, while you're still healthy, still be active. Stay home, stay alive, but stay active. All right. Call the estate planning team for a free consultation or visit the website. That's financialfoodforthought.com or call us at 440-239-2090. That's 440-239-2090. Tune in next week for more Financial Food for Thought. For more information about the show, for estate planning or upcoming seminars, call the estate planning team at 440-239-2090. Thanks for listening. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.